0: The Public News Service Daily Newscast, February the 21st, 2024. I'm Mike Clifford. Ohio-based First Energy comes in first to eliminate its short-term 2030 emissions reduction goals that amidst an ongoing bribery investigation that is related to Ohio House Bill 6.
1: The bill bailed out coal and nuclear plants while rolling back clean energy standards. First Energy fired executives after admitting to bribing former Ohio Public Utilities Commission chairman. David Anderson with the Clean Energy Watchdog Group Energy and Policy Institute says, although First Energy has fired much of its leadership, its decision shows it is not serious about showing itself as a reformed company committed to helping the world and addressing climate change despite its claims.
2: What we saw was First Energy trying to talk the talk but not walk the walk when it announced that it was going to eliminate. It's the climate goals for 2030 and really just showed in in start form that First Energy is still the same dirty utility company that it's always been.
1: In their fourth quarter earnings conference call and presentation, First Energy leaders said they cannot meaningfully cut emissions because the two West Virginia coal plants are crucial to ensuring adequate regional electricity supplies. Farah Siddiqui reporting.
0: And the body of Audreil Cunningham, an 11-year-old girl who disappeared while on her way to school in Texas, was found Tuesday in the Trinity River, according to the Polk County Sheriff Byron Lyons. CNN reports Audreil's body was located at the Trinity River under U.S. Highway 59. As of this report, officials still awaiting information on her cause of death. The Polk County D.A. said they are in the process of preparing arrest warrants for Don Stephen McDougall, age 42, adding they believe a capital murder charge will be appropriate. notes McDougal, a friend of Audrell's father, gave the investigators a list of places he'd been to, but did not divulge where the body was, according to the sheriff. Meantime, the newly released 2024 Kids Count data book shows the well-being of Indiana is better this year than last. The details from Joey Lori.
3: More than 1.5 million children live in Indiana, where research shows fewer of them live in poverty, face food insecurities, and are involved in behaviors like underage drinking and illicit drug use. Indiana Youth Institute President and CEO Tammy Silverman says the findings shed light on the realities and experiences of Indiana's younger generation.
1: We rank 13th for education, 16th for economic well-being, 29th for health, and 31st for family and. Communities.
3: Silverman says there's more work to do as Hoosiers grow up in a rapidly changing world marked by disruptions from the global pandemic to finding their way through a world where technology and social media can heavily weigh on them.
0: This is Public News Service. Wildlife advocates are calling on Congress to pass a bill that would help states track diseases that are killing wildlife all across the country.
2: In Oklahoma, officials are crafting a response plan to the state's first documented case of chronic wasting disease, an always fatal neurological condition that affects the brains of deer, elk, and moose, creating holes that resemble those in sponges. Oklahoma Conservation Coalition Chair Matthew Wright says the state is a top five destination for deer hunters, so getting a handle on the disease early is crucial. This could have a huge impact on our economy and tourism. The ability for everybody to keep track and have a central database that they can compare notes and hopefully track and see any trends that they can hopefully um, cut off before it becomes a bigger problem. The state has tested 10,000 tissue samples in the lab, but the bill would help create online information nodes that would allow scientists to more effectively share the information among state and tribal agencies, as well as with neighboring states. I'm Mark Moran.
0: Student loan borrowers of all ages have an opportunity to have their student loans canceled or the chance to receive credit towards loan forgiveness, but action is needed soon. U.S. Department of Education will be conducting a one-time payment count adjustment this coming summer. Cora Hume is an attorney with the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau.
1: Older borrowers are less likely to hold direct loans, which would already benefit
0: from this pay count adjustment. And then those that do own direct loans, they're less likely to participate in this IDR program that caps their monthly payments based on family size and income. In Nevada, the average student loan debt for more than 50,000 older borrowers is just under $44,000. Finally, Eric Tegedoff lets us know February is National Teen Dating Violence Awareness and Prevention Month. He says young people often find it hard to navigate experiences of harm.
2: According to CDC data from 2021, nearly 16% of Idaho youth surveyed said they'd experienced sexual violence higher than the national average of 11%. D. Dagundun teagues with the Idaho Coalition Against Sexual and Domestic Violence says sexual violence is a result of imbalances in power.
1: The tools that we have to prevent sexual violence within our communities is promoting communities that are welcoming of everyone, where everyone has what they need to be able to participate in their community, like school, so that they're not targeted and the power imbalance is mitigated.
2: Teague says there are domestic and sexual violence programs across the state, but more are needed, especially in rural communities. They also note that members of LGBTQIA communities and people of color are more likely to experience this kind of violence.
0: This is by Clifford Ford Public News Service, member and listener supported. Hear us on great radio stations, your favorite podcast
1: platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.